You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. I think that's how ideas work, is that you find something that you find interesting or you hear a story from someone that you find interesting and you just write it down. And when I was younger, I'd try to make those work quick. I'd be like, ah, this is an idea. And you're, you're trying to work on it. And you're like, ah, I can't fucking do it. I can't figure this out. And it's because it needs time to gestate. Mm. Is that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense in the world, right? There's, it removes the pressure of having to create, you know, flawless content immediately after generating an idea. Uh, and I, I think that that holds me back a lot of times. I'm like, oh, I have all these ideas. And then only am I going to pick the ones that I can execute on tomorrow. Everything else is, goes off somewhere. How do you make sure that you pick it up again though? You don't like, it's weird. Sometimes I learned this when we were doing music videos for years. So music videos is tough. You'll get a call from a record label or band and they'll go, Hey, We've got this new album and this new song. We need a video in two weeks. And you're like, what? And they oftentimes will send you some lame ass idea. So they'll send you some breakdown where it's like, this guy comes back from the war and he misses his wife. And you're like, I've seen that a hundred times. And so now you have to listen to the song and connect with this individual and try to come up with something great. What I learned to do was that I would have what I would call an inspiration folder that was on my desktop, which... Anytime I was surfing the internet, anytime I read anything, anytime I had anything that spoke to me, I would put in this folder. So it was always existent there. So whenever I'd have a new idea come in, I would always start by just going through my inspiration folder or going through my notebooks. And so there, whenever you have ideas or have inspirations, it's not about seeing them come. I never look at them as like, this will eventually become something. I always look at them like, this is going to, this is something now in this inspiration folder. That's all it needs to be is a source of inspiration that will trigger something else. Because at the end of the day, I'm not replicating that. It's not that I want to like, it's not like I just saw the new Christopher Nolan movie and I'm like, oh, the reverse fighting is so cool. And so now I'm going to go make a movie that is the same shots of reverse fighting. No, I just understand that that language that he created by that could be used for something else in some other sort of variety. And so I'll just put that away and go like, yeah, think about this. I think that uh, we could do that in our businesses too, is to give it like, there's a lot of pressure to get every single thing you could ever do to improve your business in that annual business plan. It's like, uh, let me write everything down. Let me, then, and then we got to do it. And you know, in my experience is every year we set a thousand different objectives and you know, it'll be April. Or it, hell, we won't even make it past February before we realize that we don't even care about that one. The process of creating, having an idea and then creating it like an actual outcome, an actual product with it. Uh, there's got to be a lot of leadership involved. You know, yeah. you're, you're leading the sound guy, you're leading the audio team, you're leading the actors, you're leading the costume designers, you're leading the entire process. And sometimes I would imagine you have a very, very, very particular vision that might be difficult to articulate. <laughs> other people are not necessarily 
picking it up in the way that you do because it's already in your brain. You already see it. They can't mm-hmm. just they can't just read your mind. And a lot of times that's how I feel as a business owner. It's like, no, I had like mm, how what am I doing to not <laughs> get the outcome I want? Well, it's I'm not communicating, I'm not leading, I'm not describing this process or walking people through it in the way that they need. Yes. Yes. What have yes. you learned on leadership that makes directing um more of a of a like what is what is allowing you to implement your vision as a director? Well, it's it's hard, man. That that's the whole job, right? Like yeah. how often do you hang out with someone that goes, I had a dream last night and they start trying to describe a dream to you and it's the most boring yeah. thing you've ever heard. And you're like, please stop talking about this because yes. it's not interesting. That's that's really what we do. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions. I think that I hate it when people go, that guy's a genius. Not to me, but like directors. So I if get they're that like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick's a genius. It's like, no, he's not. Like Stanley Kubrick didn't plop out of his mom one day and go, give me a 21 millimeter. Like he wasn't like, like he wasn't born with those skills. He was in, in environments in which he was yeah. able to learn and develop those skills over a period of time. And so uh, I think one of the most important things that I learned as a, as a leader was to be able to admit that I don't know it all and to be openly be able to openly admit to my collaborators like the reason why you're here is because you most likely know more than I do about what this is and uh I have cast you to be here to help me when I turn you and go you know like I don't know how to do this like what do we do here and it's because the amount of things that are required to be an innovator, whether you're talking about a filmmaker or someone that is creating new products, you have to trust, blindly trust your your instincts and your imagination. I don't, I don't know how to fabricate things, like physically don't know how to do stuff. I'm curious about it and I will learn, but setting out like, hey, I want to create this monster out of nothing. What are we going to use? I've heard of 3D printers. How does that work? And so you, you just don't know. And so at the end of the day, you have to have the confidence as a creator to be able to say that to the to your folks around you, like, I need your help. That's why you're here. But you're still the leader. And I'm always saying that whenever you're making a movie, it's like you start a train that is out of control. And the movie is a train that is just barreling in a direction. And you're strapped to the front of this train as a director going, get out of the way, get out. Like you're trying to drive this thing in the right path and you're trying to keep it on that path. And if you're in the best case scenario, you have a bunch of talented people around you with trays of selections and they come in and they go, would you like the steak or would you like the hamburger? And you go, ah, this movie needs a hamburger. Would you like lettuce or would you like cheese? Cheese. Boom, 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 boom. And you're the tastemaker. You're driving what this is. I think the big misconception is, is that I know what it's going to be. Yeah. Oftentimes I don't. Oftentimes I know how I want to get started. And that is more interesting to me. Like, so when, when you say you know how you want to get started, what what specifically are you, are you talking about? Are you, are you saying, I, I want to tell the story from this guy's perspective. I want this guy to have a story arc that looks like this. or Could be. Could you know, be. Something... It, is that what you're starting with? Could be. I mean, it could be as simple as like, uh, I'm incredibly inspired by this musician. 
And I'm like, this guy is going to score the hell out of this movie. And I love his music. And so when I listen to his music, I see certain things and I just want to work with this musician. So let's start there. It could be hmm. that I read something in a newspaper or, you know, or, or saw something online. And I'm like, huh, that's cool. And then you start to process these ideas. And early on with these ideas, typically what I do is I start to talk to my friends and the people around me about them. I'm like, wouldn't it be interesting if this kind of thing happened? And they go, ah, I've seen that before. And you go, ah, right. That's where that came from. Or they go, huh, it would be cool if you did it, but it was something like this and something like that. That's got to be a hard part of the creative process is so many ideas that we have are unconsciously influenced by another idea that somebody else had that we saw when we were a kid or listened to last weekend and forgot about whatever. It's the zeitgeist, man. Like uh, there's so much shit that's out there. But, you know, the thing I try to tell myself all the time is, okay, so that's out there, but that's told through that specific person's voice. So can I tell that same general story through my voice? And is my voice interesting? Is it a new way to look at this? And I think that is a, a useful skill to have in the world of like reboots and all that kind of stuff. Because now, now you're like, you hear this all the time. It's from a different voice. It's from a different director's voice. Um, and I think that is interesting to me these days, especially with age, you start to understand that the most valuable commodity that you have sits between your ears. It's that pink fleshy thing that's in there that has been developed with years and years of your personal experiences, like how I handled my, my first breakup, how I handled the first death that I had to deal with. Like all of this stuff becomes very valuable. So you can hand a script or an idea to five different filmmakers and this is what changes it, everything. Thanks for making the great decision to listen in to this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Singer Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.